You're tapped in to an X-Men shortcast for the black queer perspective. 10 minutes of the unapologetic, the unfiltered, and the undeniable. Join me as I race the clock with old and new friends talking mutants, mess, meaning, and much, much more. This is Immortal X of Words. Amazing yeah. work always. And it's very like, it's self-aware. It's very emotionally grounded. And like, so I was thinking even of Children of the Atom. Children of the Atom was an amazing collection of people who were at different yeah. mental stages with mutants like as an idea. Their inner monologues were always very good. It's, like very interesting. Exactly. Like, very like in just one page you had like a clear sense of like who they were as people. And there's not many people who I think could take five teenagers and make the whole group dynamic like that. Yeah. And not even because anybody like different from one another and like they sound different. Yeah. It was really good. It was really, really well balanced. Yeah. So I they think had like yeah, that level of zoom in, VR, they're amazing at. And then Hickman is incredible at the very zoomed out shit. So that, that, yeah, yeah. that is why I'll check in with Gods, just to see what Hickman is going to do with the whole confusing uh, abstractions versus pantheons versus... Why is Thor here? Yeah. Where, where does you, Eternity sit into this? It was chained and what? Like, there's too much. Like, they, they, they need a Hickman specifically to, like... Yeah, clean it clean up. <laughs> You're right. When you, said, when you said he's a tidier, he is. He is a big idea tidier. I was going to say he needs to do the Phoenix next because... Uh-oh. <laughs> I, imagine, so I, imagine, I imagine Hickman has said absolutely not. Oh, right. <laughs> See, because I feel like if he wanted to, he would. Yeah. Like, he ignored this shit. He was like, let's go back to the the pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-she even knew what a firebird was. Yeah. Let's go back to that. Mm-mm, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and now the somebody else will, I guess. We originally started this. Yeah, this was about Black Panther. And um, welcome to your first Out of X episode of X of Words. So this is where I start flexing different muscles because I read much more than mutants. And um, I figured I'd talk about some of that instead of talking for three hours with every guest about everything that is not a mutant. I was like, why am I wasting all these great conversations and all this great content? Fuck that. So... Yanis is here. Hi, Yanis. Hello. Hi. Very happy to be back. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Yanis has been on three rolling episodes, and every time a new one comes, like, hi, happy to be back. Hello. That's a real one. <laughs> um, and today, your first out of X is on Black Panther. So uh, you can follow Yanis on Aurora's Wind, which is O R O R O S W I N D. Um, and we are going to talk about the the most recent run. Well, we're probably going to talk about a lot of it. But anyway, let me hit the timer. Your out of X starts. Yeah. Seal of technology. Fucking hate you. Right. Okay. So yeah, you, we were talking about Black Panther basically, and you were saying that the run is not really inspiring you. I don't see it. That's Oof. my <laughs> anti-blackness. It's I know. Okay. So okay. 
we're three issues in and it also doesn't seem like it's a mini because like they've had like a solicitation for number six and you know these days marvels they always stop at five now yeah so i feel like they're gonna have a little space to like do whatever they need to do but for me for me yeah but me <laughs> so far i'm not engaged like i like i read the thing and i walk away from it like okay like that was a story about black panther being batman in africa which is fine but like i'm not a batman fan so like well yeah that's where and also we were talking about how for me um my favorite thing about the black panther series is his secondary cast like the people around her specifically the women around her around her and uh, I'm oh, sorry, around him. <laughs> and now we come to reveal Yanis's true motivations. Yanis does not see men. And I think that you've personally chosen, you've chosen a life of suffering for yourself. If you want to read Black Panther, you were like, the best thing about Black Panther is not Black Panther. I was like, well, he's we're the girl. Really... <laughs> we're... His sister, his general, his mother, his ex-wife. Yes. And he did have a, he did have a richer world. He's got a nation that like we like. Culture. Even honestly, from the first, the Christopher Priest series, from that point, it felt like a full, the culture was there. He had like a full set of character. It felt like he had a full government who would agree with him sometimes, sometimes who wouldn't. His mother, his relationship with his sister, his relationship with the military, the espionage side of like his government. He had like a full world. Yeah. And now I feel like they took him away from it and they put him in this one city that we never knew about before. And with a cast of people we don't know about either. So it's like he has a new place, mm-hmm. new costume, which I love, new city. It feels foreign. Burning Chaka is the new city. Yeah. So like reading it so far for me, it feels like it's still foreign. And so it's, hard for me to get attached to like the things and like the villain is just like a criminal family it's like okay like you fought gods before like like it's i mean okay so to me you know you've played breath of the wild and like the hero it doesn't matter what they've done before they always have to go back to level one to start a new story and reboots have been doing really fucking well at marvel like starting again, starting the paradigm again, starting afresh, giving people a good jumping on point has really been a moneymaker. So him going back to this street level stuff, I'm kind of enjoying it. And to be honest, burning to Chaka, like... He's not even fighting for real. Like... But I like I love Besa. I, I like that he's pretending to be like this... Uh, yeah, that's... This, the cook and you get to see a different i don't know it feels like they've set up this whole thing that is like showing us new bits of t'challa and i'm so used to him being the sort of stoic tactician and being in rooms with like other avengers where he's the and him being a good cook do you know what i mean and him and like this pulls him back into not only ground level stuff but more human conversations with other black people and him talk him vibing with an old woman in a kitchen as he pretends to be a chef i think he's in I think that's a sweet moment. I like when I realized it was him, I went back like four pages and reread that whole conversation again. I like when he was like, terrible thing. I was like, he's funny. And it is interesting. I will say it's very interesting too. Like when I, when I read the first issue, I was really into learning about a place in Wakanda that was like removed from 
the elite. Yes. It's like yes. it's Wakandan, but it's like regular people. You know, even the way they talk about the royal family and stuff, it's like they're so far removed from it. Yeah. Like they had a they have a wedding in like the issue third, and then they're like, Oh, it's gonna be the biggest wedding. And somebody says, even bigger than Storms and Black Panther, and the girl replies, that's too like that's not even part of my world basically yeah. so it's like girl i don't even like in my world this is going to be the biggest wedding so it's it's interesting to see also like their religion is different yes. they're praying to like oh, god we haven't really seen or t- explored before so i think the new the added parts of world building is really interesting i just wish we had more of a a mix between the old the old world and the new okay because like I, I, it wasn't too much of just like the new everything and then we just see shuri in like one time because it is it is a new side of wakanda it's a new side of uh, t'challa himself it's based on the valley i think what bothers me too is that it's clearly bad it's like batman and catwoman it's like uh, yeah, I see where the archetype comes from, but I also feel that like this is this is actually even though it feels like a brand new thing, it's actually bringing him back to his roots. So this is another part of Wakanda that actually fleshes out more of Wakanda that we've than we've seen before. Yeah, because Wakanda has sometimes felt a little bit, to me at least, very one note in that like we are technologically advanced. Because um, that, that's because the only people who would speak were like the elite, exactly, like the royal family or the people around the royal yeah. family. So we never really got to hear what this regular citizen of like, because even to a degree, the people living in the capital, to a degree, you're part of also. Like you're close, you're in more proximity to like the royal family and like the wealth yeah. and their respect, all of that. Yes, so it is very good to see people who are not like. It's more of a regular African city. Yes. It looks like Tokyo or whatever, obviously, because it's still Wakanda. Yeah. They still have more money than most. Yes. But they're still regular, which is nice. It is. And like I feel like this is a bit of a continuation from the stuff that we got in, you know, when we introduced Tosin. And there's a whole different sect of people a whole different world. who use, yeah. they use vibranium differently. Their ethos is different. They're more connected to the earth and they feel that like the technology. I think they're not into technology at all. Exactly. They're not into what, what the, the elite family is doing at all. This is actually leaning into that type of world building a lot heavier. It's like, we're not trying to yeah. flesh out this sect just so we can introduce a guy with cool purple tattoos. We're actually thinking about like, what do other parts of Wakanda look like? What are the other religions? Because the way he got here is because he realized how alienated he'd become from his own yeah, people. Yeah, he lost every single thing. So I guess I guess I do see it a little bit. You can. He lost the plot. He <laughs> lost the plot. He 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 was. I feel like this whole moment of his life, we're gonna look back on it a bit better when we're gonna see the full arc of it like the fall was like the ridley run where he lost everything yeah this is kind of like him building himself back up and then we're gonna see obviously when he gets back to the leading the country it's, and like he's gonna get back to everything he had but like as a better person as a more human person has somebody who actually understands the people he's leading because before he was like he had small experiences here and there with the people but he would he always he's always had like his resources like he's always had like the real the royal resources he always had like yeah. all of the black panther king of yes. wakanda things yes. 
I, now it's nice to see him without any of yeah. and to see how he moves and how he grows. Because he wasn't even a real person. The fact is, is that like everybody who was close to him works for him. His yeah. best friend, Jay, or Jai, his best friend, was a secret agent that he deployed. Allegedly his best friend. I think that was his boyfriend, but let's move. Oh, wow. Okay. His, <laughs> his sister, you know, she's more of a colleague. <laughs> She's a minister now. She works for the government. So yeah, she's more of a, she's a coworker. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? And like, he was so in charge. He was so much part of the ruling system and the ruling class that even the people that he was close to, he couldn't divorce from that I am in charge thing. And so it feels that's like- That's why he didn't trust them ever. Even the woman he was married to, like, that's why everybody, that's why I'm saying we're really going to look back at like all of this with like better a better understanding of like we're gonna look back at even the Ridley one more fondly because it kind of dis- deconstructed him in a way that it looked at him very 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 critically yeah and also like he did did he do too much i think he did kind of a lot personally but that but i but if, given, given his power I see the given his power i get it like it was like Okay, the man who is in charge of one of the most well-evolved... Secretive, yeah. powerful, no, but, wealthy... But, no, but fuck, fuck, fuck all that. I mean, that's, that's the bad stuff about it. But you've also cracked the code. Wakanda is one of the countries that is closest to a utopia. That's why I thought it was really nice. Because it, like, it wasn't like a typical thing where it's like superiority of I think you're better. It's like, we have less problems than you. Why wouldn't we solve this? So you can see how uh, like seductive and of, a, of an idea that might be because it's like we're better at this than you, <laughs> but then they had to like strip him of that because the, the the ultimate conclusion is T'Challa at one point is going to go I should be ruling the fucking world because you lot are terrible at this. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of it, like a, a lot of about the last run, was about how yes he was king and stuff, but he really didn't trust anybody. Yeah, and he didn't and understand so that, anyone. I didn't trust anybody is what actually ended up fucking him over because even his the nemesis of the series which was like the best friend quote unquote even their own like their initial issue was because he didn't trust him fully he didn't he didn't trust the avengers he didn't trust his sister he didn't didn't trust trust jay so his power was destroying his perspective his relationships and yeah and so now he has no power and he's forging new relationships outside of it. Outside of the lens of... Because they don't even know that he was... Well, basically, like, it's art. But she doesn't seem to care that much. Exactly. She was just like... Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's going to be interesting to see how he comes out of it and how that kind of, like, shifts his perspective into becoming a... Obviously, he's going to become king again or some some sort of... Wakanda. He's going to become the leader again. Yes. That's his status quo. Yes. But... The way there, I think, is going to be... If they stick the landing into, like, building him back up, I feel like when we're going to look at the trifecta of the runs, because I feel like this run is going to end, he's going to be like, oh, I'm human now, and then they're going to need another one to, like, put him back on the throne. When we're going to look at the three together, I feel like it's going to be a very good story. Yeah, and I love, like... I love small touches. Like, um, what's his name? What's, What's the name he's chosen for himself? Um, Ize Uh, and the fact that his alter ego is a disabled man and yeah nice I mean I would have I might have preferred an actual disabled character who had something to do rather than it being a disguise that 
T'Challa puts on to make himself seem more inexperienced. Because they, they've got this big thing of like fixing people's disabilities in comics that I think needs to be shaken loose. And like having a disabled person who is conveniently just a costume for T'Challa and can be dispensed, um, you know. But yeah. Yeah. The art is good. Um, is it? It is. It is. Sometimes. I have my moments with it. It is. I don't like Deathlocks generally. Deathlock, like... Yeah, me too. It's like, that's why I'm like... I, I don't I don't know why, but do you, do you know those 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 bits of comic lore that I do you just don't vibe with, like the brood. I stop reading Deathlocks. I stop reading. I think the brood is fine because they just kill them. It's like it's a good way to like get loose and like oh. use your powers a lot and kill people. Not people, but like brutes. Also, what's what's the bird people with the big hair? Shia, the, Shia. the Shia. I also like. I stop. Like too. That's why everybody gave up on them. They're like good luck. Too much with the Shi'ar and I'm out. But, um, but I think yeah, come Like I understand. Okay, so I was also like a part of why I said in the beginning I don't see it is yeah. also because I know that they moved him away from like such an interesting because also like he has a whole uh, intergalactic empire. That he's still like that he's still supposedly running, yeah. and so it's like a part of my frustration is like, why are we moving so far? Like we're like getting so such a small story when he has like an empire that we could do stuff with. But I understand that you need to like you need to build back building back up, etc. But yeah, like, because the thing maybe maybe it's a something. maybe it's a root and branch situation because there's no way that he could effectively rule a wider galactic empire if he wasn't solid if he can't even, at home. Yeah. So the only re- yeah. the only way he would have been able to do that effectively is from his seat of power, and if that is uh, un unstable, and also and it was yeah. But you know what, saying that, it makes me realize how often in the last couple of years we've had the T'Challa starts from level one story. Because even there, his memory got wiped. He was in the mines. He had to work himself up up as part of the resistance. Yeah. So he's had to, he's been nerfed (laughs) quite a few times. And you're right, you're right. I trust. I trust where but the is he was a, he was a slave and stuff, but he ended the run with an intergalactic empire. And he had a new woman then too. He always comes back. back. He always comes back. Like, yeah. do you know, like they really, they really do be working out a fantasy with him because he's like he just ends up a fine, clueless nigger and like stumbles on a baddie somewhere. With everybody behind him. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and every, a- everyone rediscovers how noble and determined and honorable and you know, T'Challa really is. And I feel like that story told you that even without the king, they've been trying to separate him from the kingdom and his identity as a ruler to show you that the character is actually good quite a few times. Yeah. And that's the conversation he's actually having with himself in the first issue, which I thought was really interesting because he's kind of like coming to terms with everything that happened before. Yeah. And you can tell also the writer was also trying to like, clean it up clean up whatever happened in the previous run so that she could get to her stuff yeah but it's a very interesting conversation like he's really thinking about like why 
he went wrong and how kind of like his entire identity was tied to the throne. Yeah. And so how he kind of needs to like move away from that, basically. And also the thing is, is that yes, he has a wider galactic empire, but the way that he was introduced in that empire was by seeing its nasty underbelly, by seeing how his... So I, I think all of this is like little plays on Wakanda's... The lightning in the bottle that you managed to catch for Wakanda doesn't necessarily spread that well because you try to do a galactic empire and you end up, yeah, end up being the oppressor. You yeah. end up being the oppressor. So then he's found out how his wider kingdom is fucked up. He's found out how Tosin arrives. So he ends up as a slave. He's like, fuck, the kingdom is fucked up. Tosin arrives. He's like, fuck, people don't fuck with me. Then he loses his best friend and he's this and he's that. He's like, fuck, I can't trust nobody. And yeah. so over over the runs, I think they've been taking the bricks out of the big, you know, Wakanda is a kind of flawless society thing. And that's unsustainable. And it's also not a good story. To, who wants to read about, like... Perfect black people. Like, that's why, that's why Krokoa never, was never a... Like, that's why Krokoa had very clear, very obvious flaws from the beginning. Because it's like, we need that for the story otherwise if everybody's happy if everybody's perfect why are we here what am i doing the origins of wakanda were like what if there was a black country that was the opposite of all the stereotypes about african countries but also it was a bit one note sometimes but since then most of the black panther writers have been yes there is still african-americans like there's still a conversation about the disconnect between like as an american writers to write an af about an African culture yeah. in an African context. Yeah. Like there's still like... It's still an imagination. A Western imagination. Yeah. Even if it's not, it's still Western. Yes. But, so there are... Yeah, there all, there's always been like blind spots about Wakanda. So I'm. It's uh, that's why I was... Like a lot of people did not like the Coats run mm -hmm. because he kind of like... Them, like he took away... He pulled the veil out basically. Like he kind of like took away the illusion that Wakanda was like a perfect place. Yeah. That's why a lot of people are like against it. But I'm like, that's what makes the story interesting. There is no country that could be, like, it's a, a whole group of people mm. with whole different like perspectives and like point of views. And yeah, a lot of people have money, but like there's, there are still levels to it, you know? So like there's still greed that comes in place. There's still like ambition, like you're still going to come, in contact with a lot of like these flaws that we run into like in our real life so it's like that flaw should be expected i think in like even those type of like utopian looking society so i'm glad we're getting that and we're getting to like how can we fix that how can we fix the leader and how can t'challa be a leader for every part of wakanda yeah exactly yeah, a leader that isn't just about, you know, all the shiny technological bits, but also understands the crime families in Burning T'Chaka, also understands the way that slaving is happening That's in like the so wider... far, in comparison to the capital. Do you know what I mean? Like, a, a, a ruler that understands every part of the people, of the nation, uh, and of the system of it. I, I, I like it. I like it. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe I do see it. You convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, now I see the vision. Like, now I'm walking with you. Okay. The third issue, I was like, where are we going? But I, yeah. I think it works in the library of other Black Panther stories that we've got recently. Yeah, exactly. It's a good addition to the canon. Um, like, it's a good 
pit stop for like it's a necessary not even a good i think it's a necessary pit stop for him yes. to experience that specific story at that specific place like it needed to still be in wakanda but it needed to not be anywhere near the capital or its people for him to really grow exactly and for him to change. and imagine black panther nakia the new mbaku the new nakia and mbaku tosin beza all standing together like if and akoya you bring all these people from all of these disparate tales of all of like the the key players from every fall of t'challa coming together would be incredible because right now his only like his only peers really in the superhero community were his the avengers and his sister and yeah. the ultimates actually no he's been on quite a lot of teams the illuminati yeah, I think this richens his cast. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I think, I mean, even the previous run, I think he did that. For my, in my opinion, the best thing about the previous run is like the new characters he created, like Tossin, yeah. the Buffalo Soldier. No, we're not going to talk like, about him. I left him out for a reason. Did you? The Buffalo Soldier. Is it problematic? The Buffalo. Uh, if it's problematic, I don't know. I don't know the history or anything. I just when I read it, I was like, it's an. I don't know. I liked it. Is it problematic? As much as I, I'm not even gonna. That's a whole other episode. I think. But <laughs> if it's problematic, then I didn't know my bad. No, no, no. You know what? Maybe I don't have the frame of reference to be analyzing or looking at uh, Buffalo Soldier particularly. But I was like, okay. I think it is part of like it's a real thing, right? Is it? No. Let's no move. comment. No comment. <laughs> Uh, but yes, Tosin, yes. Oh, ooh, what was the... Who was, and the was witch, the witch girl. girl? Yeah. What, ah. What's her name? Oh, I forgot her name. Kimir. Like, let's bring her back. She has like a whole sisterhood. Like, there's a lot yeah. going on. Yeah. And I think there's loads yeah. of... Yes, yes. So uh, it's, it's deepening the lore. It's deepening the lore in a way that I think is really nice. And I am going to... Now that Yanis has said that I've convinced him and he's walking with us, I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. And bring us. Yeah, no, honestly, I, I came in with like, I don't see it, I'm bored, but now I see the vision. So this was a fruitful conversation. For <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Yanis, for being here. It's been a pleasure to talk to you, my friend, as always. Thank you, everybody, for turning in uh, and checking out the first Out of X. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, or wherever. Uh, and I will speak to you soon. I've been Ash. I've been Yanis, and this has been Out of X of Words. Freestyle. Why not? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right.